Welcome to Beauty is Eternal, in-depth interviews that inspire. I'm your host, Caitlin. Today's episode is called Emotional Freedom Technique Expert Brad Yates Tapping to Flourish In German, there is a great expression Das Leben ist kein Ponyhof which literally means life is not a pony farm or more clearly translated, life is not easy. What if there was a technique that you could learn to help you work through negative emotions and make your life easier? My guest today teaches everyone from elite athletes to CEOs and actors to people struggling with addiction how to master their emotions. Brad Yates uses something called Emotional Freedom Technique, also known as EFT, to help people overcome fear and stress to improve their lives. I know of Brad because I'm one of those people whose life he helped to improve. He is the co-author of the top-selling book for children, The Wizard's Wish, as well as the top-selling book, Freedom at Your Fingertips, and was featured as an expert in the film, The Tapping Solution. He has done teleseminars with the secret stars Bob Doyle and Dr. Joe Vitale, and been a featured expert in all four Tapping World Summits. Prior to being an EFT expert, Brad was an internationally performing actor and graduated from Ringley Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clown College. You'll find Brad under the name Tap With Brad on all social media or on his website, tapwithbrad.com. Now to the interview. Thank you for coming on the show, Brad. I've been following you for years, so I can't believe I'm actually getting to meet you in person. Oh, my pleasure, Caitlin. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I've literally done your videos every day. I appreciate that. So the first question that I want to ask you is basically what is emotional freedom technique and why does it matter to us? Yeah. So emotional freedom technique, also known as EFT for short, and a lot of us just call it tapping these days because it is literally a process of tapping with our fingertips on different places on our face and torso. And for anyone who's new to this, you might be going, well, that's weird. Why would you do that? So let me explain. Tapping was originally based on acupuncture. So for thousands of years in Chinese medicine, they've said there's a flow of energy through the body along these pathways that are called meridians. And when this energy is flowing naturally, we experience our natural state of health and well-being physically and emotionally. And when this energy gets disrupted and stuck, then we don't feel so good. And when we don't feel good, we don't think as clearly, we don't make the best choices, and it can be very harmful to our physical health, our emotional health, and, uh, and our success and happiness. So in traditional acupuncture, the doctor would stick needles in these different places around the body to stimulate that healthy flow of energy. And we're just using our fingertips to tap those points to stimulate that. And even though acupuncture has been around for thousands of years, we have modern scientific research validating that this is a profound stress relief technique. So when you look at it, when we're trying to make changes in our lives, when we're trying to improve any part of our lives, part of our mind is designed to keep us stuck in what feels familiar. Even when our life is crap, it's our crap. We know we're familiar with it. We know how to deal with it. So there's a part of us that's very resistant to change, even if we can say it's positive change. So as we tap and lower our stress, we become more open to seeing things differently and doing things differently so that we can uh, feel better, do better, and live better. So it's sort of like a way of communicating with your body's energy system, similar to acupuncture. Yeah, so it's using the same system as acupuncture. There are a lot of different theories about how it's working, whether, you know, there are... There are studies showing, oh, we do have evidence of a meridian system of this energy flowing through the body as opposed to, you know, for thousands of years it was, well, we feel it, we, we sense it, but we can't show it. There are things that they are showing, like this uh, thing called the prima vascular system that uh, correlates with the meridians. 
But there are different theories about um, the polyvagal system, about bioelectrical charges, and how these different points on the body have lower electrical resistance, and that's why it creates the change in the brain and uh-huh. downregulates the stress. So there's a lot of theories about exactly why it's working, but there's an extreme amount of evidence that it does work. <laughs> So you mentioned that it's a way of helping us change patterns that we might be stuck in. So why is it important to change things? Let's say a habit we might stuck in, be stuck in our pattern or an energy block that we might have. Why is it important for us to work through them instead of just saying, hey, that's a part of my life? Well, great question, because obviously... No one can make you be happier or more successful or healthier. It's it's absolutely a choice. You know, if you, if you are, you know, where you're at and you're perfectly happy with that, hey, you know, there will be people who say, well, you should be doing more. And to them, you can say, stop shooting on me. You know, it's like, don't, uh, we get to decide what we want. So, but for anyone who feels like, well, I would like to be healthier. I would like to be happier. I would like to be more successful. And not just saying, wow, you know, I'm just not capable. Obviously, it's not meant for me. And that's what a lot of a lot of us do is we say, well, I guess just that's just how it is for me. Those are the cards that I was dealt. And uh, why bother trying to change fate? Well, <laughs> it's not fate. It's that we have a lot of old programming. We have a lot of things that have happened to us in our lifetime that suggest that well, we're not any smarter, or we don't have what it takes, or we don't deserve better, we're not worthy of these things. And so we settle for less than what's possible. And you're welcome to settle for it, but why? Because your success benefits other people as well as yourself. So we don't want to shortchange ourselves. So it's not a matter of you should be happier and more successful and healthier and all these things, but you aren't limited at where you're at. So if you say, well, I would like things to be better, you have the capability to make it better, but there's old patterns and behavior that stop us from making it better. And so this is a way of clearing out the stress that keeps us stuck in our comfort zone. I see. So it's a way to help us overcome the limitations that we perceive and then grow beyond it. Would you say that EFT is valuable for somebody who doesn't have severe trauma or PTSD or more valuable for somebody with serious issues or is it good for both? So is taking a shower good for everyone or just somebody who uh, is a professional athlete and gets sweaty at their work every day? <laughs> See, and I, and I say that because I I always recommend tapping on a daily basis because to me it's energy hygiene. We are always experiencing some level of stress. You know, it's we may not be aware of it, but just like we have daily physical hygiene, like taking showers and brushing our teeth. Most of us don't wait several days until the people around us are holding their nose and we go, now I should probably take a shower. You know, we don't wait until there's stuff growing between our teeth and go, oh, now I should brush my teeth. We just do it as a maintenance, whether we do it daily, whether we think we need it or not. I think we should do that with our energy because there's always some low level stress that's affecting us in ways that we're not even aware of. You know, just like with with your teeth or your body, before it's noticeable, there's some lower levels of dirt and the same with stress. So. I say, don't just wait until you're really upset and then say, oh, you know, now I need to do that. Just like, don't wait until everybody is walking away from you to say, now I should take a shower. But that's an interesting point you bring up about how often to do it. Because in my experience with EFT, and I've done a lot of your videos, I've noticed if I have a negative feeling or circumstance, then I don't necessarily want to go through that every day tapping. But I like to do the positive ones, like my favorite is the love magnet. I like to do those every day because those help me stay in a good place. But am I doing that right? So if let's say that I have had an upsetting um, experience with someone in my family, should I 
try and tap through it every day or is are there one-off kind of tappings or can you get into <laughs> how often you should use it for different circumstances? Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm not big on rules because I don't think there's one way that's right for everyone. Uh, I get asked the question a lot of how many videos should I do a day? How long should I tap each day? Is it okay to tap on more than one video or should I stick with the same video for a while? Like, well, experiment and see what works for you. For some people, they will find it's more effective to focus on one particular video or one particular subject. But so many issues are interrelated that sometimes it's by going on another video and maybe a video that you might think, well, that's not for me, but it looks interesting and it might bring up things that you otherwise wouldn't have thought of. So I was uh, tell people just experiment with what feels right and it doesn't have to be something that's uh, upsetting you because I have lots of videos on just feeling more upbeat than you already are. It's like, you know, again, with taking a shower, you don't have to wait until you feel dirty to you, you like okay i want to be as clean as possible i tap first thing in the morning just just like i generally take a shower so you know whether i whether i've exercised in the morning and then take a shower afterwards or if i have some early morning appointment and i just want to be fresh and clean going to that and take a shower whether i've exercised or not it's just to be as clean as possible and so i like doing that with my energy as well yeah, and so with the with the tapping, it's like if there's a particular issue that's upsetting you, yeah, great, focus on that and tap on that. But you can tap daily and without even using a video. You could be tapping while saying prayers or saying affirmations. I feel awesome. I feel awesome. I choose to feel awesome. Man, I'm fantastic. I'm having a fantastic day. <laughs> Things like that because any argument against that that might be in our unconscious and in our energy system will be triggered and come up and then we can start clearing that out and we'll be saying, oh yeah, I am awesome. I have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you advocate doing it regularly, but also doing what you feel like you need and not forcing yourself to do something because you should or have yeah. to. Yeah, don't should on yourself. Don't let anyone else should on you. It's a matter of going, okay, what feels right? Could we work through a specific example? So I'm a woman, I'm in my 30s, and a lot of my friends are female and in their 30s. So if it's okay, I'd like to ask you a specific example. So let's say you have a woman who has been dating a man for two months, and then he breaks up with her, and she's feeling pretty bad. She's feeling, you know, rejected, and why does this happen to me again? Why does this always happen to me? What did I do wrong? How could she kind of use EFT to help her work through this and maybe change her viewpoint so she's not so she can change her energetic state and she doesn't feel so bad about herself? Well, we could talk about that or we could do a tapping round about that. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> I'll follow I mean, as long you. as we're here, let's actually <laughs> let's actually do that. So what I invite you to do is for everyone watching, go ahead and close your eyes. Take a deep breath in and hold it. And let it go. And just quietly allowing yourself to be present and following your breath through your body. Allow yourself to be aware of any discomfort you feel about, you know, it could be anything about relationships. I mean, as long as we're here, you can be aware of any discomfort about anything, but we're going to be focusing on the relationship thing. But if that's not your thing, you can still be aware of any discomfort that you're feeling and you'll still get benefit from the tapping. So just allowing yourself to be aware of that. In particular, if, if there was a, a breakup and there are different thoughts and ideas, oh, this means that I'm not good enough. I always do this. I'm so bad at this. Just allow yourself to be aware, not only of the physical discomfort that you might have in your body, but also any, uh, any thoughts, ideas, beliefs, or memories that you might have about that. Take another deep breath. And open your eyes. You can see a picture of all the points at my website, tapwithbrad.com.
but for now, uh, I'll tell you where we're tapping, and you can uh, just guess. <laughs> we're using our fingertips and not a tiny acupuncture needle, so it doesn't require quite as much accuracy. <laughs> so, and taking full responsibility for your own well-being as we as we talk about this. So the first place we're going to tap is on the side of the hand, what we call the karate chop point. So with two fingers, dominant hand, go ahead and gently tap on the side of the opposite hand. And this is where we'll do the setup. And the meridians run up and down both sides of the body, so you can tap with either hand on either side. And sometimes I tap both sides at the same time. So don't, don't worry about that. Even though I feel upset about this. Even though I feel upset about this. I choose to love and accept myself. I choose to love and accept myself. Even though I feel upset about this. Even though I feel upset about this. I choose to love and honor myself. I choose to love and honor myself. Even though I feel upset about this. Even though I feel upset about this. And again, as I'm going to use the, I'm going to use the words about this, the situation with the dating for anyone who's following along with this. You can say the same words, even if they don't relate to you, you won't create a problem. You're going to be clearing what's ever going, whatever's going on for you, but don't feel that you have to say it. And if there's something else that's bothering you, feel free to change the words as we go along. So even though I feel upset about this, even though I feel upset about this, my love life is not going the way I want it to. My love life is not going the way I want it to. And part of me is saying, and part of me is saying, I am really bad at relationships. I am really bad at relationships. And I feel really bad about it. And I feel really bad about it. And even though I'm upset about this. And even though I'm upset about this. I choose to deeply and completely. I choose to deeply and completely. Love, honor, and accept myself. Love, honor, and accept myself. And maybe anyone else involved. And maybe anyone else involved. So tapping right at the beginning of your eyebrow, right near the center of your face. And generally we tap each point between five and 10 times. It might be a little bit longer depending on how long the phrase is that we're saying. All this upset about relationships. All this upset about relationships. And following your eyebrow out to the corner of your eye, the side of your eye. All this upset. All this upset. And then following the edge of your eye socket to right under the middle of your eye. All this upset. All this upset. Right under your nose, just above your upper lip. I'm not happy with my love life. I'm not happy with my love life. Right under your lower lip, just above your chin. Things are not going the way I want them to. Things are not going the way I want them to. And right where your collarbones just about come together is a little bit of a U-shape at the base of your throat. And you can use all of your fingertips or maybe even make a fist and tap right over there over the collarbones. I'm so unlucky in love. I'm so unlucky in love. And then just below the armpit, about four inches down, try about bra strap level. And even if there are guys watching this, they can probably find that. <laughs> <laughs> My love life is not working out. My love life is not working out. And then finally, the top of the head. So using all of your fingertips and tapping around the, the crown of your head. And I don't know what's wrong. And I don't know what's wrong. Eyebrow point. But I'm upset. But I'm upset. Side of the eye. I'm unhappy about it. I'm unhappy about it. Side of the eye. And I'm afraid that it'll never get better. And I'm afraid it will never get better. Out of the nose. All this fear that I'll never find love. All this fear that I'll never find love. Under the mouth, all this fear that I'll never be happy. All this fear that I'll never be happy. Collarbone, all this belief. All this belief. Under the arm, that there's something that I'm missing. That there's something that I'm missing. And there are all these rules. And there are all these rules. Eyebrow point, about what I need to be happy. About what I need to be happy. Side of the eye, I need someone to tell me they love me every day. I need someone to tell me they love me every day. Out of the eye. Or I cannot be happy. Or I can't be happy. Out of the nose. And I'd like to have someone do that. And I'd like to have someone do that. Out of the mouth. But I'm clearing the belief that I need it. And I'm clearing the belief that I need it. Collarbone. I choose to have it. I choose to have it. 
out of the arm. But I also choose to feel happy. But I also choose to feel happy. While I'm waiting. While I'm waiting. And things keep going wrong. And things keep going wrong. Maybe I start seeing someone. Maybe I start seeing someone. And then they leave me. And then they leave me. And I'm left thinking. And I'm left thinking. There must be something wrong with me. There must be something wrong with me. Collarbone. All this belief that there's something wrong with me. All this belief that there's something wrong with me. Out of the arm. And I choose to move through that. And I choose to move through that. Top of the head. Maybe the fact is. Maybe the fact is. There was something wrong with this other person. There was something wrong with this other person. Side of the eye. And I was so desperate to be in a relationship. And I was so desperate to be in a relationship. That I was just ignoring all the red flags. That I was just ignoring all the red flags. Out of the nose. So when this person left me. So when this person left me. Out of the mouth. I assumed that they were saying. I assumed that they were saying. Collarbone. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. Out of the arm. I choose to believe that what they were saying. I choose to believe that what they were saying. Top of the head. Is that I deserve better. Is that I deserve better. Eyebrow point. Look, we've been going out for a few times. Look, we've been going out for a few times. Sadia, and you are totally awesome. And you are totally awesome. Sadia, and you deserve someone so much better than me. And you deserve someone so much better than me. Out of the nose. And you're not kicking me out. And you're not kicking me out. On a mouth. So I need to do it for you. So I need to do it for you. Collarbone. And I get to say. And I get to say. On the arm. That is so awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. Top of it. Now I won't waste any more time on this person. <laughs> now I won't waste any more time on this person. Eyebrow point. And I'm available for someone better. And I'm available for someone better. Sorry. And part of me might be saying. And part of me might be saying. Well, that's just stupid. Well, that's just stupid. I can't think that way. I can't think that way. Out of the mouth. But why not? But why not? I get to choose. I get to choose. And even if that other person said to me. And even if that other person said to me. Top of it, that I wasn't good enough. That I wasn't good enough. Eyebrow point. Who says they're right? Who says they're right? Sorry, did he win a Nobel Prize? <laughs> Did he win a Nobel Prize? Oh, yeah. Is he a genius? Is he a genius? Out of the nose. I'm a magnificent child of the universe. I'm a magnificent child of the universe. Out of the mouth. Worthy and deserving of the best this world has to offer. Worthy and deserving of the best this world has to offer. Collarbone. And I'm allowing myself to know that. And I'm allowing myself to know that. And it doesn't matter how many people have dumped me. And it doesn't matter how many people have dumped me. Top of it. That doesn't prove I'm not good enough. That doesn't prove I'm not good enough. Eyebrow point. It might prove that I don't feel ready. It might prove that I don't feel ready. Sorry, I. And I may be doing things to push them away. And I may be doing things to push them away. Out of the eye. Not because I'm bad or stupid. Not because I'm bad or stupid. Out of the nose. But because part of me says. But because part of me says. Out of the mouth. It's not safe to be in a relationship. It's not safe to be in a relationship. Cobbon. Maybe I always get dumped after the second date. Maybe I always get dumped after the second date. On the arm. And part of me says. And part of me says. Top it. I'm afraid of going on a third date. I'm afraid of going on a third date. Eyebrow point. And so I might do things. And so I might do things. Sorry, I, that push people away by the second date. <laughs> that push people away by the second date. Out of the eye, because I'm trying to protect myself. Because I'm trying to protect myself. Out of the nose. Maybe I have all these experiences. Maybe I have all these experiences. Out of the mouth. Or have viewed other people's experiences. Or I have viewed other people's experiences. Column. Saying that relationships are just painful. Saying that relationships are just painful. Out of the arm. And the longer a relationship goes. And the longer a relationship goes. Top of the head. The more painful it can be the more painful it can be. Eyebrow point. So when I'm ending these relationships early. So when I'm ending these relationships early. Sorry, or stopping myself from even going on dates. Or stopping myself from even going on dates. Sorry, it's because I'm a freaking genius. 
It's because I'm a freaking genius. I don't know. And I'm trying to protect myself. And I'm trying to protect myself. On a mouth from something I think isn't safe. From something I think isn't safe. Collarbone. And I love and appreciate myself. And I love and appreciate myself. Honey, I'm, for all the ways that I block people. For all the ways that I block people. Top of it, for all the ways that I push people away. For all the ways that I push people away. Eyebrow point, believing that's necessary. Believing that's necessary. Side of the eye, in order to protect me. In order to protect me. Under the eye. And now I choose to change my mind. And now I choose to change my mind. Under the nose, I can handle relationships. I can handle relationships. Under the mouth, I can handle love. I can handle love. Collarbone, I can handle attracting the right people. I can handle attracting the right people. Under the arm. And I can handle letting go of people who aren't right. And I can handle letting go of people who aren't right. Top of it. And anybody who dumps me. And anybody who dumps me. Eyebrow point. Saying that I'm not right for them. Saying that I'm not right for them. Side eye. That's proof that they're not right for me. That's proof that they're not right for me. On the eye. And it would be really great. And it would be really great. On us. If we both figured it out at the same time. If we both figured it out at the same time. On a mouth. But that often doesn't happen. But that often doesn't happen. Collarbone. But I'm allowing myself to know. But I'm allowing myself to know. On the arm. If they have left me. If they have left me. Top of it. It's because they weren't good enough for me. It's because they weren't good enough for me. Eyebrow point. They might be awesome. They might be awesome. Side AI. But they're not the right person for me. But they're not the right person for me. On AI. And it's better that I'm available for the right person. And it's better that I'm available for the right person. Out of the nose. And I can handle having the right person show up. And I can handle having the right person show up. Out of the mouth. I can handle love. I can handle love. Collarbone. I'm clearing my doubts about that. I'm clearing my doubts about that. I know. I'm clearing my fears about that. I'm clearing my fears about that. Top of the head. I've handled all kinds of things in my life. I've handled all kinds of things in my life. Eyebrow point. Maybe not as gracefully as I would have liked. Maybe not as gracefully as I would have liked. Side AI, but I'm still here. But I'm still here. Under the eye, which means that I handled it. Which means that I handled it. Under the nose, I choose to have more confidence in myself. I choose to have more confidence in myself. Under the mouth, and I choose to love myself more. And I choose to love myself more. Colon, even before someone else shows up to love me. Even before someone else shows up to love me. I choose to know that I'm worthy and deserving of love. I choose to know that I'm worthy and deserving of love. Top of the head. I'm clearing all the doubts about that. I'm clearing all the doubts about that. Eyebrow point. I might have different ideas. I might have different ideas. Side of the eye. About why I'm not worthy of love. About why I'm not worthy of love. Out of the eye. But it's all nonsense. But it's all nonsense. Out of those. It's misunderstandings. It's misunderstandings. On a mouth, and I'm clearing that out. And I'm clearing that out. Collarbone. And how is someone else going to find me lovable? And how is someone else going to find me lovable? On the arm. If I'm doubting that I'm lovable. If I'm doubting that I'm lovable. Top of it. I choose to acknowledge the truth. I choose to acknowledge the truth. Eyebrow point. I am awesome. I am awesome. Side of the eye. I am worthy and deserving of love and respect. I am worthy and deserving of love and respect. Out of the eye. And I'm practicing loving myself now. And I'm practicing loving myself now. Out of the nose. So that when the right person shows up. So that when the right person shows up. Out of the mouth. I can let them know that I'm worthy of love. I can let them know that I'm worthy of love. Collarbone. And it'll help me be more loving towards them. And it will help me be more loving towards them. Out of the arm. So I'm allowing myself to love myself more. So I'm allowing myself to love myself more. Top of the head, in body, mind, and spirit. In body, mind, and spirit. Take a deep breath. And close your eyes. And go inside and allow yourself to go back to that place where you might have been feeling that upset. And if you had rated it on a scale of 0 to 10 before, allow yourself to be aware if it's shifted. And what other thoughts might be there. Take another deep breath and open your eyes. So that's one of the ways, you know, some of the things that we can do to, to shift the perspective about that 
you know, I mean, certainly I, I can look back at the relationships that I've had that didn't work out. It's like, well, that's good because I was meant to be married to my wife. <laughs> I look back, wow, thank goodness that person left me, <laughs> even though it felt painful at the time. And it's, you know, it's very hard in that moment. I don't know that it, I could go back in any of those moments and say, oh, no, 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 it's totally right that that person left. They would have been totally wrong for you. But with the tapping, we can allow ourselves to look at that and go, oh, yeah. If they think that I'm not right for them, then they're definitely not right for me. Mm -hmm. I definitely don't want to be in a relationship with someone who isn't thinking that I'm awesome. That's true. So, and there's those ideas about, well, I need to be in a relationship in order to be happy because I see other people who have that, you know, but you can look around at people who are in relationships that are miserable and go, why would I want that? <laughs> we, you know, we can always find what we're looking for out there. So a matter of us saying, hey, I, I choose to be happy right now, whether I'm single or in a relationship. There's no rule that says you need this in order to be happy. I think it was the feminist Gloria Steinem who said, you know, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. And it's, you know, well, <laughs> so the, the only problem with that is, yes, but a fish wouldn't even want a bicycle. And people do want to be in relationships. Mm -hmm. The important point is it's not a, a need. And as we allow ourselves to recognize that, we have a lot more freedom and go, oh, yeah, I don't have to feel bad about that. Hey, I went out with this person. You know, it was kind of fun the first time, kind of weird the second time. You know, it's okay. And I, what, there wasn't something that, you know, like someone was saying, I have what you need, and now I'm taking it away, and you have to feel bad about that. It's like, okay, that wasn't what I was looking for. You make a very good point. If somebody doesn't want to be with you, even if you feel like you still want to be with them in the long run, you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't really want to be with you. Yeah. It's not that person that you're looking for. It's this belief that you need or that you're missing out on something or, mm -hmm. you know, I'm too old now and I don't have any more time to be looking for somebody. And all of these ideas about why it's wrong that you're not single. And those are all misunderstandings. None of it is true. And I'll encourage folks, you can still be tapping while we're talking here. By letting go of that need, that doesn't mean you're giving up. That's not saying, oh, well, if I can tap away this belief that I need to be in a relationship, then I won't even bother, and then I'll, and I won't even go out on dates and I'll miss out. No, you can go out and have a lot more fun on dates when you're not stuck in this feeling of, oh, I need this to work out. Oh, please, God, let this be Mr. Right. <laughs> it's like, no, hey, I'm going to go out and have a good time. And, you know, if it works out, awesome. If it doesn't work out, awesome. It, it, it's all good. Well, as we were going through the tapping, I got like a very positive, sort of like a buzzing feeling. Um, have a partner, even if that wasn't, you know, the exercise that, let's say, would most need to do. It's still just going through it. It still really made me feel great. So. And that's ideally what we want, you know, in Law of Attraction, they talk about, you know, the most important thing is that you feel good. Because when you want to, be, when you're out there in the world and you're putting out the energy, do you want to attract somebody who goes, "Oh, there's someone who feels bad. Yeah, I want to be with that person," or do you <laughs> want someone who goes, "Hey, that person's got some awesome energy. I've got awesome energy. Let's put our awesome energy together." <laughs> you know? You know? We don't want to be a broken piece that's looking for some other broken piece to try to fit together. We are whole and complete, lacking nothing on our own and feel really good about that when we go out and people pick up on that and, you know, confidence and joy are very sexy. <laughs> so that's going to draw people go, oh, and how much, you know, cooler of a person we attract then from that place of being in a really positive vibe. I agree with you. When we go through the tapping, do you say certain things at certain meridian points? Are there certain points where it's good to um, use certain types of phrases or can you kind of do it if I'm doing it on my own? Does it matter if I say, you know, even though I feel like this when I tap my hand or when I tap my head or my eyebrow or is it what you feel? Yeah, there are in traditional acupuncture, the different points, most of these are endpoints of meridians and the meridians tend to be associated with different organs. And those organs are often associated with different emotions. And I, I've heard of different 
acupuncturists who say, oh, no, this meridian is really associated with that organ, or that organ is really associated with this emotion. So I don't tend to get tied up in that. There are certain phrases that I will do because this point is associated with sadness. The side of the eye is associated with anger. The under the eye associated with the stomach meridian is associated with fear predominantly. But it's not like, okay, every time I talk about fear, I have to tap under my eye. Every time I talk about anger, I have to tap, tap on the side of the eye. Just go with the flow. And tapping is beneficial in reducing our stress and our emotional discomfort, even if we're not saying any words. So don't get caught up in the words. Don't worry about, oh, I have to say the exactly the right thing. As I said earlier, you can be saying a prayer or affirmations. You can be singing a song. You can be absolutely silent. There are times where I'm just silently tapping, just thinking, okay, if there's any stress going on in my body, I choose to release that. I choose to have as high a vibration as I can. I want to feel as good as I can. You know, it's like right nowadays, they're saying wash your hands a lot. You can go and wash your hands even if it's like, well, I don't see any dirt, but I just want to make sure my hands are clean. Same with this. I don't, I may not feel any stress, but I want to make sure my energy is clean. And you don't need to be focused on a particular thing. I don't have to come up with, well, what might I be upset about? <laughs> you can do that if you want to, but don't worry about that. So feel free to tap along and say whatever words come to mind. Let's say that somebody is trying it and they're like, well, I don't really believe in this. I'm going to try it. Does it work even if you don't believe in it? I'm glad you brought that up because you had asked something about this earlier about tapping with different videos. If you are not feeling upset about a certain issue, for instance, someone might be watching this and they may be happily involved in a relationship and they may be tapping along and go, okay, I don't notice any difference because there wasn't anything there to uh, be clear about. So there are times where the tapping will be more effective because there's an obvious, just like with taking a shower, you know, if you get up in the morning and you haven't worked out and you already feel clean, you take a shower, it's like, okay, I know that I, it was a good thing to take a shower, but I don't notice any difference because I didn't smell bad before and I don't smell bad now. So was there any difference? Well, but there is always some layer of, you know, sweat or whatever, the body is always getting dirtier. So it's always beneficial and it certainly can't hurt. But obviously, if you have been working out and you're sweaty and you take a shower, it's more obvious. So when we're tapping, it, we may not notice a big difference. And it's like when you take vitamins, a lot of people take nutritional supplements, they take vitamins. When was the last time you took a vitamin C and went, wow, I feel so much healthier now? <laughs> It's beneficial to you, even though the effects may not be obvious. And it may take longer. You know, if we're really out of shape and we're 300 pounds overweight uh, and we decide I'm going to get fit and we do three sit-ups and we go, well, I don't have six-pack abs. Obviously, sit-ups don't work. You know, <laughs> it take a little bit more. And so with the tapping, we may uh, be tapping through and go, well, I'm still upset. Okay. There are measurements we can take. That, you know, we can measure cortisol, which is a stress hormone. We can do measurements and scientific studies show that the, the cortisol is coming down. So we may say, well, I'm not sure that I feel any less stressful, but we could scientifically measure that there is a lower level of stress in the body. So tapping is always beneficial. We may just not always be consciously aware of the benefits. Well, that brings me to another question that was brought up by my boyfriend, because he's a little bit more, uh, he's German, you know, Germans are sort of like, they like things to be proven. So he's like, oh, yes, I want to know, is there scientific proof for it? So <laughs> that's my question from him. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and I totally get that. It's funny to me because so many people will say, where's the evidence? Where's the research? Where's the proof? Meanwhile, they're out doing things with no research, no evidence. And in fact, they are doing things that research has said these are bad to do. You know, the same person says, where's the research is over drinking, you know, drinking too much alcohol and eating lots of sugar. <laughs> it's he's like, drinking lots of alcohol right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, he's German. Totally understandable. But it's very funny because you could say, okay, you're asking for the research. I can give you plenty of research showing that it's harmful to you to drink alcohol. So how much does research really influence your behavior? 
<laughs> so I mean, that's the, so that's the, the funny thing. But be, beyond that, the great thing is there is a growing body of evidence. So a friend of mine, Dr. Dawson Church, did a study several years ago where, and this is a absolute gold standard scientific study, double blind study with control groups. So it's not just a matter of, hey, did you feel better? Great. Scientific research. <laughs> now, this is this is actual scientific research showing that the group that did the tapping, their cortisol levels dropped by an average of 24%, some as much as 50%, which is, it was so staggering that the lab technicians threw out the first batch of results because they thought that's not possible. It could not have been that effective. Recalibrated the machines, ran it again, and it's like, oh, it was that effective. <laughs> and, and now for research to be really valid, you need to duplicate that. So my friend, Dr. Peter Stapleton, who has done some great research, has just replicated Dr. Church's study and actually got better results with them, with the cortisol coming down by 43%. So again, this is gold standard research. It's replicated. So the research is absolutely there validating the effectiveness of tapping beyond the thousands and thousands and thousands of potential mm -hmm. millions of people who just know oh yeah, I don't need a research lab to do it. I tapped, I feel better. My life is getting better. So ultimately we're our own best lab. Well, you don't have to tell me. I, for years now, I've been watching your videos and you mentioned that if you don't have like a major issue or let's go back to the, the dating issue, right? If that's not an issue for me, I'm not suddenly going to feel like, you know, like a whole weight came off of me because it's not a problem I have. But I used to actually have panic attacks going back, I think, between 10 up till about six years ago. And I used EFT for that. It worked. It was actually the only thing that helped me was actually using EFT. And then I, I got it down. But it, on the one hand, if it's very subtle, you might not notice from night to day. But, you know, it can also talk you down in extreme situations. It can have an extreme effect. And I used to Absolutely. be for flying and I'm not anymore. So... It made a big difference. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I used to having to, because uh, I travel for work, and uh, it's made my life so much easier to be able to tap away those fears. What's so great about tapping also is that you can use it in the moment when you're feeling mm -hmm. stressed. There are a lot of great ways to lower your overall stress, like eating a healthier diet, getting a good night's sleep, meditating. All of these are great things. If you're in the moment where you're feeling stress, like you're on an airplane and start to feel panic, you can't go back and eat a better meal the night before. You can't go back and get a better night's sleep the night before. And if you're feeling panic, chances are you're not going to be able to sit there on the plane and go into a meditative state. It's just not that easy. But you can do this. There are subtle ways to do it so that if people around you aren't familiar with it, I've been on planes where if, you know, there where there was turbulence and I started to feel uncomfortable and I was like, I don't care if anyone thinks I look like an idiot, you know, I'm all over the internet tapping on my face, so no big deal. But, uh, but there are subtle ways to, to tap as well that other people might not even notice, but it's, it's something that you can do right in that moment to allow yourself to calm down. <laughs> One of the things I really like about you, maybe this is why I was so drawn to doing your videos in particular for EFT, is you have a great sense of humor. You know, when you kind of laugh, it really... So I know you have a background as an actor and also in comedy. How do you integrate that into your work and what is the effect of that combined with EFT? Yeah, so I like to think of it as the spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down because a lot of the times we're, we're talking and tapping about things that are traumatic, things that are really upsetting. And to just sit there and be going through this process, oh, all this misery, all <laughs> this pain, life sucks. That's, so, you know, and then we don't want to do it. <laughs> so if we can bring a lightness to it, it makes it more entertaining, it makes it more fun. Yeah, I, I was an actor. I, I went to Ringling Brothers Clown College. I'd done a, a you know, different comedy things. And yet at the same time, it's not like I'm in a tapping around going, okay, what can I say that's going to be funny? It's just that human beings are funny. And as we look at these things, you know, Gary Craig, the, the founder of EFT would call these things our comedies. We have these comedies that are written on our walls. 
because sometimes we can be tapping on something that's very upsetting, even traumatic, and then we might find humor in it. So, uh, you know, not necessarily. I'm not saying everything is funny, but if we can take this lightness to it. So in some of my videos, I'm very goofy or I'm wearing clown makeup. So, you know, I, I've said I take my work very seriously. I just don't always present it in a serious way because <laughs> that, that, having that light touch just makes it easier to do and, and people are more inclined to do it. You know, it's like exercise. If exercises that are just painful and boring, it's not as much fun. But if I can do something that's more entertaining, and especially if I can be involved in some kind of sport, like playing soccer or tennis or something like that, it makes it that much easier to do. <laughs> that explains it really well. And just as you were talking, I was thinking back to some of your videos, and it's not like you're laughing and mocking somebody. Like, oh, you know, oh, poor me, but it's more like the human tragic comedy of life. You kind of have to laugh and cry. Yeah. And there are times where where people might accuse me of, oh, you're making fun of me or, or something like that. And it's like, no, I'm I'm laughing at us as human beings. I'm mm -hmm. never laughing at anybody in their particular situation. But I find us as human beings funny. And the stuff that we make up and the stuff that we get upset about and the meaning that we give it because the upset that we feel is not what happened it's the meaning that we give it mm -hmm. you know just to go back to the example of somebody dumps you someone says i don't want to see you anymore and we can make that mean oh i uh, i'm a really terrible person and, and i'm unlovable or we can make it mean oh thank goodness that guy was what 180 pounds i just lost 180 pounds <laughs> that was the that was the greatest weight loss <laughs> You know, there's all kinds of we can change our perspective and give a different meaning to it that feels better because there is no absolute truth when something like that happens. When someone leaves us, there's no absolute truth about whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Nothing's good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So mm -hmm. we can choose to think something, something good about that. So, you know, when I'm going through the tapping rounds, it's just it's funny if we're in a bad mood and it's like talking about it being a pity party. And I'm not making fun of someone going, oh, you're so pathetic that you're in this pity party. It's just like, aren't we as human beings kind of funny and kind of ridiculous at times and mm -hmm. allowing ourselves to laugh at ourselves without blaming ourselves? It's, it doesn't mean a phrase that I use a lot, and I, I may have used it in that earlier tapping round, is it's not because I'm bad or stupid. You know, the fact that I, that I do these things, these, this self-sabotage, it's not that I'm bad or stupid. Uh, self-sabotage is simply misguided self-love. Some part of me in my programming thinks I need to change this situation. I need to get out of this situation. And I might have all kinds of ridiculous ways of doing that. And as we tap through and go, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, I can knock that off now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that tapping has the power to create miracles? Yeah, it's so great that you asked that, Caitlin, because just yesterday I was doing a YouTube live and at the, the last tapping round we did was on miracles. And I have a couple of videos on miracles. You know, it's, it's all a matter of how you look at it. We can look at different things in our lives and say, wow, that was, that was miraculous. It's a matter of what do we call a miracle? I remember a comedian years ago saying, oh, miracle, uh, birth is a miracle. Because, you know, if we say miracle is, is anything that we don't understand, then to me, popcorn is a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we can't. I, I think it was Einstein said, there's two ways of looking at life, as though nothing is a miracle or as if everything is a miracle. <laughs> so what's miraculous that could happen, it's just a matter of if we're stopping it and we're blocking it. And there's part of me that's saying, you know, especially if we call it a miracle, because anything that's, that we see as miraculous is going to freak us out. You, know, you look and say, okay, walking on water was a miracle. If you were to go down to the swimming pool and start walking across it, it would blow your mind and you would be very uncomfortable. Like, ah, what's going on? <laughs> it's so out of the norm. So anything we think of miraculous is out of the norm. And part of us is afraid of anything that's out of the norm. So as we allow ourselves to clear it and say, hey, I am open to miracles. Mm -hmm. I am open to miracles. Even if it would be miraculous, I'm okay with that. And so uh, at that level, we are creating our reality. And so we could even say we're creating miracles all the time. It's just a matter of what are we creating and giving ourselves permission to create better things because nothing's too good for us we have a lot more power you know in defining our reality and the lives we lead than maybe we realize sometimes we don't have to be the victims of circumstance of 
course, we can't control everything, but... Right, but we can control our response to it. And we can also control you know, our behavior, which leads to so many of the circumstances. You know, obviously, there's a lot going on in the world right now that none of us individually have, oh, well, it's because I did this, that that's why the world is in so much trouble right now. No. But in our day-to-day situations, in our relationships, in, in our work, there is so much that we are responsible for, that we do create. And, you know, so we can say, all right, for those things that I have no control over, I'm going to set those aside because there's so much that I do have control over that I can focus on right now. And I can make things so much better. You know, someone might be saying, oh, well, you know, there's so many people getting sick right now and so much financial difficulty out there. Meanwhile, they're over drinking, overeating, spending all day long watching crap television or whatever (laughs) and complaining about things that have no control over and they're not doing what they can to control the things that they can do. And that's not to shame anybody. I'm not saying you should feel stupid if you're one of those people. Not at all. But allow yourself, you know, give yourself permission to look at it and go, okay, am I putting all my attention on what's wrong out there and stopping myself from doing what I can? Again, like I said, it's not that you're bad or stupid. It's that there's programming that says, stay Mm -hmm. stuck. Stay stuck where you're at and focus on those things you can't control because if you spend all your time focusing on the things you can't control, then darn it, there's just no time to do the things you can control and you get to stay stuck, which is brilliant, but you deserve better. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any special advice for people having some difficulties in the COVID-19 quarantine? It's kind of different everywhere in the world right now, what you're dealing with, but I think most people are dealing with increased loneliness and less contact with other human beings, unless you live together with other people and then you are always with other people. But <laughs> <laughs> And that might be a problem too. So I've done a, a number of live events in the last couple of weeks on Facebook Live and Instagram and YouTube to help folks through this. I created a playlist of some of the videos that I think are beneficial at this time, including feeling all alone, feeling lonely. My family's driving me crazy. I'm worried about my health. I'm worried about my finances. So I created a playlist on YouTube that covers a lot of the different feelings that are coming up for folks during the whole coronavirus crisis. And your username there is Brad Yates, if people want to look up you and then they'll find your playlist. Yeah, Brad Yates or Tap with Brad. So on any of the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and my website is tapwithbrad.com. And if you go to tapwithbrad.com forward slash crisis, that'll take you right to that playlist. And what is coming up for you, Brad? (laughs) Well, I'm supposed to be, I was supposed to be in San Francisco tomorrow doing a workshop a big event with a colleague of mine from Australia, Steve Wells. So obviously we're, we're going to be doing that online. Uh, so we're supposed to be in San Francisco this weekend and New York next weekend. So those travel plans got put on hold. So we'll be doing those live online and uh, continuing to do teleclasses and private sessions, all those different things. I, I'm very fortunate that my work is, is not directly affected. I work from home. So Not a lot is different in my day-to-day life. (laughs) Very blessed, knock on wood. So, yeah, just continuing to to find ways to be of service to folks. And I, like I said, I've been doing these different live events on on YouTube and Facebook to try to help folks through this time and clear out those reasons. Again, it's not what happens to us as it is our thoughts and beliefs about that and the, uh, the meaning we give it and then the emotions we feel about that. And we can allow ourselves to feel better and say, all right, it's more challenging, it's inconvenient, but what can I do to make things better? Well, you have a wealth of videos that you've done and you're also doing a lot of live events at the moment, but you've done videos on like everything anybody can imagine. There, there's over there's over 900 videos right Love, now. So. Depression, panic, fear, feeling unworthy, just whatever you're feeling, 
I think you have a video specifically. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As you were talking about going to this event, I was wondering, is there something where, you know how they say collective meditation is more powerful when you work together? Is there something like if you tap collectively that it somehow increases the power more or effectiveness or... I believe so when, especially when we're able to be in a room together, which we can't do at the moment, but it's very powerful. One of the things that's great about it too is we may be at an event and we're not entirely sure what's going on for us, but someone else in that room is going to bring it up and it's like, oh, that's what I needed to work on. (laughs) So, but even if we're doing it collectively online, and that's why one of the things I've loved about doing the YouTube lives and I've had hundreds of people online at the same time tapping. Even though we're all across the globe, we're still collectively together and and everything is energy. So we are all connected energetically no matter where we are. You know, from California to Germany, there's still energetic connection happening. And the more people, the more um, combined that energy is. So yeah, it's it's more powerful. It's it's more fun too. Well, yesterday morning, I was with a friend of mine, and we did uh, the tapping to the love magnet together, because that's my favorite video. We did it together, actually. It was a lot of fun. Does your boyfriend say, hey, why are you still tapping to that one? <laughs> well, honestly, I was I was thinking about that, because I did it with my friend, because she's looking for love. And I was like, well, I love this video, but I don't know how he feels about me doing this in a relationship. I did that one when I was single, specifically, but but I love the idea of... You can always improve a relationship. Nothing's so good that it can't get better. You You can use the love magnet video to attract even more love, even if you're in a relationship, to have the relationship be, you know, clear out anything that gets in the way there. So it's not a matter of... You're nice, but I'm still looking. <laughs> but it's so funny you brought that up because I was I was really thinking, I was like, I'm not sure he's going to like me doing this one, even though I just want to do it to raise my feeling of love and my vibration. He should not feel threatened. I just have to get him to do it with me. Problem solved. <laughs> it's, it's good for him, too. You know, the more the more love allow, that's certainly good for him. <laughs> yeah, yep, it's true. <laughs> You know, I I brought it up in the tapping round about loving yourself. That's that to me is always the most important thing is learning to love ourselves more because the more love we feel for ourselves, the more we have to share with other people, the more we can see other people as worthy and deserving of love. It boosts our immune system, which is really important at this time. So there's just endless benefits to to loving yourself more and there's just you may have a lot of reasons for not loving yourself more. But there's no good reason for not loving yourself more. So clear out the bad reasons and just allow yourself to have that positive feeling and allow all the good things, better romance, better career, better financial situations, better health. Your success in any area of life benefits other people. So uh, thank you to everyone who's willing to do this. And thank you very much for this opportunity to share this work. Oh, are you kidding? I'm, I'm so happy to get to speak to you in person. When we were doing the, the tapping, I was just like going so automatically because I'm so used to watching you in videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I had, I had hope. I've, it's long been on my list to come and do an event in Germany. And I actually had looked at being in Germany later this year. And now all travel is, is off for the, for the time being. Yeah. So yeah. where in Germany are you? I'm in Berlin. In Berlin. In I have Berlin. not been to Berlin yet. I've been to a couple of places in Germany, but not Berlin, and I'm looking forward to that. Where have you been in Germany? I have been to Hamburg. Mm-hmm. I've been to Cologne. I've been... You were going to say Cologne. Yeah. Uh, that was the first place. When I first went into Germany, I was traveling with a buddy and went from Belgium into uh, in through Cologne. I've been to Detmold. I think that's... Um, that's all I remember now. I was there when I was 18. Long, very long time ago. <laughs> so uh, yeah, hoping hoping to get over there and do a, a number of uh, gonna go to Stuttgart and visit the Porsche factory. <laughs> I think um, Germans are quite actually surprisingly not surprisingly, but um, you know, despite their reputation for being you know engineers and very 
calculating and clear thinking, I think they are quite interested in this type of stuff as well. So when you get outside of Germany into the villages, not everybody speaks English so well. I mean, I guess you could do it obviously with a translator, but like in Berlin, in the cities, the yeah, majority of people will speak English. And there are a lot of people in Berlin who need need some help. A friend of mine has this theory, which I kind of agree with. Because of the history, I think it tends to it tends to attack sort of traumatized people to Berlin. I think because there's some darkness there. So I think that in particular in Berlin, there are a lot of people who could use some help. Well, I look, I look forward to getting there as, uh, as soon as I can. Okay, well, let me know whenever you're here. I absolutely will. I'm coming to your course. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm bringing my boyfriend. Excellent. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time. It's been just wonderful to talk to you in person. And it actually feels kind of surreal because I've been watching you for a year. So I'm so happy to speak to you. And I really appreciate your time and your wisdom. And so thank you so much, Brad. Oh, my pleasure, Caitlin. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. Have a happy birthday for your son. Thank you. <laughs> okay. And okay, bye.